welcome to the Mouthpiece a Wrestling Podcast once again with your boy Davy Lips. And as always, for the 150th time, mind you, I've said that. My man Gio. Is, is it 150 from me? Because I joined that one. No, I think it's like 137 from you. I, was I did say, 12 I with Wolfie, one on my own. And then after the one on my own, I was like, that's horrible. I reached out to you and was like, help me. <laughs> there, there's, there's also the long lost episode of the horrible audio issues on both ends that we never released. Yeah, the, the deleted one. There's, <laughs> there's been some tales. We're going to relive some moments. Um, and then obviously joining us for the last time. How many have you done now, Dama? You can't be pushing 50 yourself. I think I think I was on the 100. Yeah, I feel that you was. And then, yeah. I think we just I think had I had a few... Yeah. I, had a, I, had I a like how we now don't give a crap that. about inviting anyone else on. Because we knew it was 150 for a week. And we haven't even thought about inviting anyone. <laughs> it's not nothing against you people. but three Three's a crowd. <laughs> yeah, we're scraping barrel for people that I want to talk to. Yeah, we're not, we're not the most outgoing of three. I think it's only us three that get on with us three. So, and then that's barely for you, Gio. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> Gio just doesn't like anyone. But it's funny because I remember when so we do an e-fed with Gio, and he joined our group. And at the time, it, everyone was like, "Oh, he's bad seed. He's a bad egg. He's a bad guy." Gio's actually one of the nicest guys you can meet. He's just got a very, very short fuse. Just a tiny fuse. Yes, that fuse is very small. It does not take much to switch him to no, the dark side. No. <laughs> and when I, when, when I light it off, I get yeah, really, yeah. really, really yep. toxic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what you would be like if you suggested insane clown posse matches. <laughs> um, right. Week of wrestling, obviously. The Rumble. Uh, we did our preview on the Saturday, which has messed me up because it's like a short week. But the Rumble was in. Before we get into the details, just give me your quick overview, Geo. Out of 10, and what did you think? Oh, that was a 9. I enjoyed yeah. everything about it. Yeah. Demo. Yeah, nine, nine. That works. Eight point five nine. There were a few bits that were like, eh. Bianca. Yeah, <laughs> Bianca Bella. But now, yeah. what I will say is, why I enjoyed it, my liver <laughs> did not. Now, why is that, Gio? Did you mess about with a professional? Well, don't even know what because to call him. He's just a machine. Damo's <laughs> drinking I game. I agreed to a drinking Discord game. Before knowing said rules and not realizing they were going to start said pay-per-view with a Royal Rumble, which already inebriated me. <laughs> and there was somebody else in Discord that threw up an hour in. Yeah, he, okay, so he threw up. I ended up, like, just muting and not being able to speak after a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a rumble drinking game, no, but yeah, that, some of the rules. I was fine. <laughs> yeah. Imagine my shock. But yeah, this is when I saw the rules, I'm like, someone's potentially going to die. Like, Damo does that for lunch. Like, he plays that game at lunch. I've seen it. Yeah. Witnessed it. Um, but the rest of you, I understand. Um, yeah, for me, I was going to say, 8-9, I saw nothing wrong with it, but I saw, like, a lot of hate, but a lot of people complaining, but I think that's because people are never happy. Yes, there's that. But I, did, I I was pleased to have a rumble where it didn't rely on nostalgia and surprises. As much as I love that, you know, Logan Paul was a good enough surprise. Edge back, Booker T. Who was the other one? Who am I missing? Someone at the beginning. Who was the return? Was oh, injury. Pat McAfee, McAfee come back. Oh, yeah. But that was good. So apparently, like, that's how it started, obviously. Pat McAvee uh, came out. Um, and they didn't know, did they? Michael Cole or Corey nope. Graves. But and when I've heard it back, you can actually hear Michael Cole was like, what the hell? Because yeah. he even says, he I, fa I, I FaceTimed him. He was in Indianapolis. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I was just waiting to get on the plane. What? <laughs> um, okay, so obviously it started that. Pat McAvee come out. Um, I think Graves' reaction was great. I want to see Corey Graves versus Pat McAvee. Book that um 
But what it did is um, it started with the Men's Royal Rumble. Now, I understand that the Bloodline story, which we'll get to later, was huge and needed to be at the end. Do you feel, though, that starting with the Rumble just gets that adrenaline or your expectations like too high and then the singles matches after it have no chance? Oh, because I, I, I like that it started it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mind it, but do you think that's maybe for a crowd point of view? Like, you get all that hype cool. and then it's like single matches? I mean, especially with a rumble like that where there really wasn't that many surprises, it made sense for it to start the show, whereas, you know, later on the women's one had some surprises, so it was smarter to keep that towards the end. Mm. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, go on. I think... The big problem was, whilst some of the matches, you know, like Bray and uh, LA Knight, was a, a highly anticipated match. Not maybe not so much for what was for the two wrestlers, even though great as they are, it was a what the hell is a Mountain Dew pitch black match? But I think that match sort of helped keep me on the hype because I didn't know what to expect, and because it was Bray's first match back, and because Bray and LA Knight. Have put on such a banger of a feud of art, getting overly physical. Um, Eric, you're jumping way ahead. We're on the rumble here. <laughs> I'm talking about the match order. Yeah, no, that's what I wanted to know because obviously it started affected that. Um, but but I, I, it would have ended so, obviously the show. Like you could start with one, yes, end with one. So maybe I don't think you could have it any other way mm. than having the men start and the main event be the main event because you couldn't open with that nope because then you would never the rest if it ended with that the rest of the pay-per-view would have been a a wash i'd have been like i'm not asked like that that's i'm never going to recover from that yeah yeah yeah. you can't can't start with a women's rumble because no disrespect to the women the women's rumble still finding its feet and it's still not as doesn't grip me as much. There were moments, there's elements and this, that, and the other, but it, it wouldn't have done it. I think the thing and, is, with, the way women is set up, it's, it's a little too obvious. Like, you've got a handful of winners, you know? Yeah, and if you'd have started with Bianca versus Alexa, I'm switching off. Yeah, you wouldn't have been. Like, I'm instantly just checking out. Not, not, again, actually, you know what, something against them. Um, as much as... I think a lot of us probably wanted Alexa to win. We yeah. knew there ain't no way that it's gonna happen, and yeah, I I I've been very vocal on it, and I think Bianca's run's been an absolute disaster, and I think that she's far too overhyped and doesn't deserve that spot. Hmm. Um, so put, if you'd have put that at first, I'm not bothered, and yeah, it had to be the men's, and I feel like it got us up there without getting us too up there, which is probably, again... So there wasn't a lot of surprises. That's probably what's Revealing Cody was a great move, but I think that also, if Cody had been a surprise, I think then the rest of the card would have struggled as well. You know, if we hadn't known Cody was back. So I think that helped. But yeah, I think it set us up well. Yeah. It was a good opening pitch. Yeah, and as for the Rumble itself, obviously Gunther was in at one uh, and Sheamus and that opened. Um, obviously there was lots of different bits and pieces that went on through it, but I think from a Rumble point of view, one of my favorites for a very, very long time because it gave us a lot of little stories. It carried on some things. Obviously, Dominic Mysterio beating up his dad, you assume. Um, Kofi Kingston tried his spot, but that one actually looked quite nasty. I can't blame him for that. Because I think his foot, I've watched it back. I don't actually think both feet do touch the floor. Like he he falls through the the chair. chair. Yeah. But he just just hit the desk at such a bad angle. Like there was no way he was getting back up. Um, But one thing I did want to touch on, because it was something that bothered my mate, uh, Cross, Carrion Cross. Very bad rumble. Lost to Rey Mysterio on the Friday. Rumble wasn't much better. Um... What do you think's happening with him? I think that they put him in feuds with people who would never... He was never going to come out of it looking good. And I think as a result, he's sort of just a bit done. 
Yeah, I don't think it's working myself. I think he's been putting good feuds, but it's he's never coming up victorious in the end of said feud. I don't think they are good feuds, though. Like, Ray Mysterio just Nothing feels a bit pointless because you feel like they've done that sort of Ray Mysterio one win to have Cross come back and squash him. They did that with Hardy. Do you know what I mean? Like, with him, Jeff Hardy. Yeah, they had him feuding with Drew as we were heading to a, a pay-per-view in the UK. Like, yep. that started before Drew versus Roman in the UK, if I'm right in, remember, in, if I'm yeah, right in that. In it memory. was. It's kind of kept Drew busy. So Drew was Drew was almost at the peak of where Drew needed to be. Obviously, we had his stuff during COVID where he, you know, where he was winning and things, but that was, that was Drew. He was building towards his biggest moment. Main event in a show in the UK. It, Drew's never going to come out of that looking weak, which made Cross have to look weak. Every, all the fans were behind Drew, which meant none of the fans were behind Cross. Rey Mysterio, as much as Rey Mysterio needs to take him behind the stable and put him down Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels style, Rey Mysterio is the fan's favourite still. Yes. Love him. Adults yeah, love him. you've got to love Rey Mysterio. And what's now helped is again. Dominic is such a little slime ball. You yeah. even like Rey Mysterio He's more. Ray back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you want Ray to punch him in the mouth. Like you want so that to happen. Does, <laughs> how does Cross win? Even yeah, if Cross yeah. wins the feud. Cross doesn't win because the fans who love those two so much refuse to get behind him because he's he's gone over their their hero. Exactly. It was like with poor EC3 gets put in a feud with Dean Ambrose, which would have been great. Just after Dean Ambrose announces he's leaving. EC3 had no chance to come out of that at all in any... So, yeah, maybe... And if you look at the match, the matches that he's had, apart from obviously the roll-up was, was the terrible, terrible decision. It's been good matches. Yeah. Yeah. He's been... He's genuinely been let down by the people he's been paired with, but not in terms of the in-ring chemistry has not worked. It's the... what we want and what we expect as, as fans. Fair. Uh, skipping along a bit, obviously there was bit, bits and pieces. Um, Brock Lesnar came in at twelve. Um, threw a few, but uh, yeah, threw a bunch of people out. I think Escobar he cleared out Dawkins, Gable. He just cleared out some mid card guys, and then the stare down of Gunther v Lesnar. Need that in my life. At some point, we'll get to Gunther at the end because obviously, don't forget he was number one. Um, Bobby Lashley was in at thirteen, and Lesnar lasted. Three minutes. Now, it's been said that Lesnar got in a lot of trouble because of the stairs shot to the commentary desk. So, no. Wasn't um, it that? That was what it was believed, but he did a spot where he threw a ref over the barricade or something. Um, oh, really? And the referee uh, hurt his foot. Wow. Um, and that referee, it was meant to be his like his Royal Rumble moment. Um, he was the one that was supposed to, to be lifting the winner's hand. Um, and Oops. that was his last satellite moment in the spotlight. So he's in, he got in a bit of trouble because ah. he he was he meant to him. obviously do what he did, but he threw the referee a bit too hard <laughs> on the barricade and uh, <laughs> caused an oopsie. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, then a few bits and pieces. Obviously, Dominic come in and raise mask. Love Dominic Mysterio, by the way. We did say needs to turn <laughs> heel and needs to go off his own. And he really, yeah. like, he's not getting better in the ring. But no. I like he's obviously still learning that, but he's created a character to hide that, you know? Can we also take a moment to discuss how terrible his attempt at ripping the mask was? Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, so see, see, here's the thing. As the wrestling encyclopedia guy, I, I have the, like, the know all of this because there's okay. a lot of people that I've been seeing this week that have been posting, like, but Ray Mysterio never came out. Oh, here we He's go, yeah. Still in the match. Okay, um, the rule book states 19, it, this, this rule was made back in 1991 when the Macho Man ran out of the arena after costing Ultimate Warrior the title. Um, you have till the next entrant to make it through the curtain or you forfeit. <laughs> Is that actually a rule? Yes. You have until your number. You have once your number is called and it's bang, the buzzer goes. You have until the next entrant. And if so Ray know, doesn't have a leg to stand on, but Curtis Axel from 2015 does yeah. actually have a case. Yeah. 
It's the same. It's the same thing. And Maven. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, that's what okay. people were like. But what about Maven or what about Curtis Axel? It's the same thing as that. And I'm like, no, they actually came through the curtain. Rey Mysterio never made it through the curtain. See that that is why Geo got put in the spot that he's in. <laughs> but nonsense like that. Um, then a bit more. Elias came in. The stereo kicks to his face, by the way. The bro kick and Baymore. Nasty looking. Mm. We'll say oh, that. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Nasty. Um, he got dumped out. Booker T come in. Bit of a bookend. Spinner Rooney. Love it. Gets launched. Um, Judgment Day then. The bookend looks a little bit like the rock bottom. It does. A little bit. A little bit. Um, uh, then uh, Judgment Day all come in. Um, they were all in Priest, who I think was the last one. Uh, Montez Ford come in and he basically jobbed out. I'm not sure Montez Ford needed to be that guy to do that. Judgment Day kind of kind of jobbed out to them because he was gone by the time Edge come in, wasn't he? I think so. Anyway, so then yeah. Judgment Day and yeah, he was. He was like in at 23, out before Edge came. So was, eh, not sure Montez Ford needed that. Um, I am tired of these Edge like, oh my God, Edge is back things though. Um. I think they do it because of the pop his music gets. Honestly, like, you can't help. I'm sick of the Edge return. Edge is injured. Edge is out. Blah, blah, blah. But his music goes and you get hyped. <laughs> like, I think it's his music that makes it worse. Um, But anyway, he was back and spears everywhere. And there was an Edge rolling stare down for a bit. But Dominic interrupted. And then Judgment Day pulled him out. And they're all fighting up. And then, bam! Beth Phoenix, spearing Ripley, 100% no. got to do the... Uh, Beth well, Phoenix did not spear Rhea Ripley. She clotheslined her through <laughs> the stomach. She clotheslined her stomach. <laughs> yeah. I actually said that. RP. Um, but yeah, they've got to do the mixed tag, haven't they? You think? <sighs> yeah, I mean, I think they're probably going to end that at uh, Elimination Chamber. Yeah, because then Ripley can move on and... I do think it'll be Edge Finn at WrestleMania, though. I just have... Somewhere. Oh, don't do it. Yeah. I can't bothered. I'm bored of Edge. Yeah, and Judgment Day. But I think it's just keep them both busy in it to start something else. For me, I think oh, we'll just, it will end up being Edge Finn. Oh, it'll be like Brood Edge versus Demon Valor. Oh, something like that. I don't care. <laughs> uh, then a bit more right. coming to the business end. Uh, Omos was in at 26, looked a bit good. Actually, whatever they're working on, Omos, he doesn't look as clumsy as he used to. Um, yeah. Still very raw, still very wet behind the ears, and I would put him in NXT again and just have him stomp around there, but um, not as bad. Um, Omos got out. Strowman beat up various bodies. Uh, Ricochet was in at 28. Uh, we obviously knew now Cody was 29 or 30, but bam, 29. Logan Paul, just after Sheamus and McIntyre got dumped out the same by Gunther. Remember, we'll Honestly, get to him in a minute. I, I haven't had one complaint since he started, like, he's just a WWE stuff. He's just a bit of a dick, though, isn't he? <laughs> but, and I love but him for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and as a wrestler, I haven't seen anything bad from Logan Paul. It doesn't feel like a celebrity. I don't look at him and think, oh, it's the YouTube guy, Logan. Like, he's really trying. Yes. The spot with Ricochet may be one of my favorite ever. I'm not going to lie, yeah. one of my favorite ever. I've watched that so many times. Whenever I scroll in and that's come up as a gift or a video, did, I've stopped did I send you? Did I send you the TikTok where they'd put the, um, that, yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. over it? Like, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's your <laughs> name? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then, that's, that's that, my favorite video ever. Yeah, yeah. Just that has completed the internet. I don't need the internet anymore. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Give me that video. Um, let me have fun. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then basically come down to the final four, which was uh Cody, Theory, Gunther, and whatever Logan Paul disappeared. Now I have to say he just evaporated for somewhere, didn't he? Logan Paul just kind of disappeared. Um. He threw. Yeah, Cody Gunther theory and Rollins with Logan Paul. 
And then there was a bit of a fright. Then then Logan Paul come out and threw Rollins out. So what I was going to say is, do you think it's Logan Paul, Seth? Yeah. And I'm absolutely okay with that. Yes. Because Seth right now can have that big match and have a WrestleMania thing and doesn't have to be anywhere else. Yes. I think book that. And I'm quite happy with that. I would be. Just promos alone are going to be awesome. Yes. That's true. Uh, then it was so it was Gunther, Cody, and Paul. Um, Logan Paul got launched after a crossroads. Cody and Gunther then basically put on another match, a singles match, which was awesome. Um, and then Cody obviously hit him after a crossroads. So, hundred percent, how you do a rumble? Lots of great stories throughout. Last ten minutes was amazing. Cody was obviously a clear favorite, but you still had a feeling that someone could. But obviously, the the spot has to go to Gunther. How good do you think Gunther was? Because I've had some people say uh, it wasn't actually as great as everyone's making up. I thought he was amazing. He's definitely going to be like a future champion. Yes, it was. It was like, starvated. No way they don't. If Gunther wasn't as good as we think he was. Why has basically everybody who was in that match or involved in that match come out and said how good he was? Mm. I think question. everything I saw because he wasn't like he hid through the match. Like I felt like, you know, he threw Drew and Sheamus out quite late. You know, he took out Booker T. Like he was always involved. He had to stare down with Les- Lesnar, you know? He was involved through that match throughout it, you know? Um, there was always a spot, and it always seemed to include him. But, yeah, it was amazing. Um, a great rumble. One of the best for a very long time. Um, I don't get what you're hating about. Um, yeah. Right. Then it was the Pitch Black, Mountain Dew Pitch Black match, but it was just a Pitch Black, um, which meant all the lights and neon, including LA Knight. Um, this, I love Bray Wyatt. Love LA night but it was stupid and it was easy money for a sponsorship match and it got Wyatt's feet wet but it wasn't it wasn't much was it here's my thing for what it was visually it was amazing yes yeah it felt like a Mountain Dew advert I think it was just just get the money for Mountain Dew yeah Uncle Howdy missing LA night by as much as he did, obviously. Concerned? Hundred percent that's Bo Dallas. Mm-hmm. I'm now convinced. Um, but yeah, it was stupid. It was a sponsorship match. It was five minutes with White getting his feet wet. I think that's all you can really ask for, and we'll take it and I, we'll move on. Here's the thing, I'd be okay with him keeping that glow in the dark face paint though, because that looked awesome on him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but fun. Uh, Royal Women's title match, Bliss one, move on. Um, <laughs> she's just, she's just boring, and every match feels the same, you know. And I don't believe if she's an underdog or anything else. Like in any of them, like just, I don't know. I'm over it. I'm absolutely over it. There's nothing. Who's left on Raw? That I don't know. She has to lose at some point to save her career, like, so for me. My concern here now is, so Rhea has done what she's done, and we're sat with Raw, right? So we now have 60 days to build a WrestleMania feud for Bianca Belair that people are going to want to watch. Because currently, no, currently, as things stand, Bianca Belair is the piss match. She's the toilet break, she's the snack run, she's whatever it may be. Because we know that Rhea Ripley's match is going to bang. We know that Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns is going to bang. We know that if it happens, Seth versus Logan Paul is going to be a spectacle. Whatever Bray does is going to be incredible. Gunther's going to put on a show. Lashley and Lesnar could still be going to war. Yes. You know, everything's, everything's in place. The tag team titles, whatever happens with them, whatever happens with any of the Bloodline members... One day we're going to have Edge versus Finn Balor will be the piss match, unfortunately. 
Bianca Belair is a piss match. And it's the women's title. They've got 60 days to build me a feud, or build us a feud, I should say, that makes us want to watch it. But we're going to find out who it is from an Elimination Chamber match in 30 days. So we've got 30 days to build a feud with someone as boring and dry as I think Bianca Belair is. I just don't see how that match is going to be anything other than a flop. Yeah, because like they've they've they've, they've they've booked her too long and too shit of her just running down someone. Like there's all her yeah. matches are is she gets a few licks in and then oh look how strong she is and oh come on. And her promos and her mic work is all the same. I'm the EFT. Shut up. Yeah. Get a gimmick that actually makes people want to listen. You're annoying. Yeah, she is. Yeah, it is. Um, right. Then the women's Royal Rumble. The- the returning person that we're going to talk about in shortly. Yeah, I'm gonna when we get to her, and I think it, <laughs> I'm hoping it will be her, but we'll see. Um, Rhea Ripley was heavily favourite, came in at number one. Liv Morgan at number two. Um, do you think at that moment it was clear on the direction on who they were going to win? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the first real surprise was Roxanne Perez, the NXT Women's Champion. She was in about seven or eight. Um, and then there was some damage control stuff. Um, them just throwing people out, returning Natalia. Whoop whoop. Um, moving Crowd on. Crowd went mild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did I. Um, damage control just launching everyone out at this point. Zoe Stark came in at thirteen. Um, as another surprise, Becky Lynch came in at fifteen. Damage control took her out. Um, eventually, I think it was. Straight away. Um. Tegan Knox, and then at 17, this is the one. Kana, Oscar, coming in in her old Kana persona. For anyone that hadn't seen that, go and check her out. She was an animal. Um, very excited to see her like that. Yeah. And she's the one, I think, that will face Bianca. At I think it will be her. Although. And I hope that she spits missed it. Her... <laughs> only one elimination. Yes, true, but she did make it to the end. But yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, so the new new Oscar came back, and then Piper Niven. Yes, that's right. I said her real name. No dewdrop. Yes, actual okay. Piper Niven. So at this point, I'm watching and I'm laughing my ass off. By the way, at commentary, who has just been taking the piss out of people's names in this match, like. <laughs> They literally spent the whole Piper Niven spot just going, check out that dew drop. It's <laughs> not, it's a dew drop. She's dew dropping people. <laughs> like, Pat McAfee and Michael Cole were just taking the piss out of it. And I think and the best bit, and I know you love her, so you're going to hate this, but I think it's when Tamina was staring at Piper Niven and commentary said, they have been dreaming of this showdown. No, you haven't. <laughs> A- absolutely no one has been dreaming of that showdown. Tamina and Piper Niven. No, it hasn't gone through my head once. <laughs> um, anyway, 20, big return. Chelsea Green, finally. And at this point, I went silent. And do you know why? Because this was the point that my liver said, Good night, Gio. Because the one rule on Game Rose Rules, I didn't think we were gonna have to we were gonna have to do what he ended up doing. Which was which one? Ahem, Santino rule. Oh, Everybody yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Chelsea Green come marching in. Got thrown out by Rhea Ripley. Whole, I had it down a whole drink because of that. Five seconds. She was in. Was it five seconds? Yeah. It was at that point that I said, oh, shit. Um, What do you make of Chelsea Green's return? And obviously the stuff on Raw would make her look like she's just going to be a bit of a Karen. I think that's good for her. I think it would just be fun. Not only do I think that's good. Cardona. Needs to be back. Put the cherry. No, 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 no. Put the cherry on top of everything from it so she comes in she gets eliminated wwe 
um, announces on Twitter, you know, that she's officially broken the record for the quickest elimination in a Women's Royal Rumble. And what does Matt Cardona do? The man re- quote retweets it and says, my baby out there breaking all the records. So proud of you. <laughs> from that moment, I was already sold on the gimmick from her complaining to the ref. But from that moment, I was fully invested, injected into my veins. Even if he doesn't return and he's just a shit house like that on social media. I mean, he's, he is my WWE superstar of the year, just from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amazing. It was great. Um, then after that, really, it was nothing really happened until Michelle McCall come out the front row, which was cool. Fair play to Michelle McCall for that. I did like that. Just jump out of the front row. It's interesting. Michelle McCall got one elimination. Um, and does anybody remember who it was? Gio, uh, do you remember who it was? No, I Gio, who do you I, think I, it was? Come on, Gio. I have no idea. It, it There's nobody me. meaner than Michelle McCall eliminating Tamina. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, uh, so I also forgot to mention that, that, which is hilarious. So we all had to pick one number. And is, is anybody got eliminated from that, like, with, like, if that number eliminated anybody, it was a, it, it was a, you know, we had to take a drink. You know who I am? I said, I want 19. You know who got 19? Tamina uh, Oh, my gosh, really? It was Biggie. <laughs> yeah, Tamina in at 19, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you wasn't worried about then taking a drink because shite. Um, um, I was worried about mine. What number did you have? I picked five. So in the men's, um, number five. No, I didn't. What did I pick? Shayna no, Baszler was. Baszler. Shayna was in at I five. Got Gargano. Yeah, I got Gargano and Shayna. So I was like, when for the men's one, I was like, oh, this is simple. And he did literally got no eliminations. Yeah. Shayna came in and I was like, fuck, because I had Rhea being the Iron Woman. I had Shayna getting the most eliminations. So I was <laughs> worried. <laughs> and then, would you like to know how many eliminations Shayna got? One. It was zero. Zero? <laughs> yeah, she finished with zero. Wow. Um, and then again, bit of back and forth. Indy Hartwell came in. Sonia Deville, uh, who was towards the end. I think Shotzi came in. Uh, and- Deville throughout Hartwell and then Nikki Cross coming at 29 and everyone's getting excited. I wonder who's 30. Couldn't really sure. And they got the timing wrong, but Nia Jax returned at number 30. Now, I, I'm not Nia's biggest fan. Mm. However, I think it was perfect. It was a surprise. Because it's meant to wrestling is meant to divide your opinion. It's not just meant to be. It's not meant to give you everything that you want. It's not all fairy tales and rainbows. And I think off the back of Cody being thirty and winning in that moment, now you're coming in at thirty and everyone's like, "Shit, she's gonna win it." And it was perfect because everybody hated it and it divides opinions. But she's not that bad. She's not the greatest in the ring and she has been a bit clumsy and she's injured a few people. But so Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is injured just as many people. That's why I don't never understand. Like Goldberg he, he, literally ended careers. Yes. Bret Hart will tell you all about it. Uh, repeatedly. Goldberg was yeah, just over fine. Over and over again. Over and yeah. over again. <laughs> He'll tell you almost as quickly as a vegan will tell you the vegan. Like that is his shtick. He comes out, he's like, Do you know Goldberg ended my career? And you're like, Oh, nice to meet you, Brett. That's how it works. The thing is, um, but... I think this Rumble, this Women's Rumble proved, because I think without the NXT women in there and a few returns, there isn't much depth on the women's roster. So, guys, people like Tegan Knox and Chelsea Greens, and they are desperately needed, because otherwise you've got, like, this super high end, or jobbers, you've got nothing really in the middle, and Nia Jaxes and the Lacey Evans and the Chelsea Greens, and they can do all of that. They can actually give them some kind of mid-card there's nothing, so, you know? Looking at the 30, going through, I'll go through in entrant order of people that that should be able to win the Rumble. Not that could, not that not, I'm not living off your Liv Morgan fairy tale because she's not very good. Rhea Ripley, absolutely. Shayna Baszler, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Bailey, yep, sure. I Oscar, yep. Yep, Oscar. Becky like Lynch, point... yep. 
I, I would like to point Nia out that else. Michelle McCool did the oh, Raquel. in Ugg's boots. She did do it in Ugg's boots. Yeah, Raquel. Raquel could break into that. Raquel but then could. Yeah. They're either like, for me, it's either you can see them as champ or they're just jobbers like Dana Brooke, you know? Nothing yeah. against Dana Brooke, but she's Emma. there to get her ass kicked. Yeah, Emma. Like, BFAB is terrible. Natalia. See, they're just, yeah, they're just. Zia Lee. Zia Lee's really good. Yeah. But she's not a world champion. No, and not, it needs really depth. Good, she's not a world champion. It needs Piper depth. Niven, not champion. Silly. Like, Nia Jax. Who are there in the woodwork and they'll do a job. Yeah. But, but now, someone like Nia Jax can do a non title feud with someone like Raquel Rodriguez and it'd be fine. And it gives yeah. you a women's feud that isn't for the title. You know, because the only, what's the women's feud right now other than the titles? Bailey Becky. Yeah. There isn't anything else. I mean, I'm guessing they were teasing uh, um, Oscar, Carmella, but that's what you want. You want some underneath the title feuds. Nothing yeah? against Bailey Becky because, you know, the both oh. future Hall of Famers, they're both really good. I've been watching it for five years. Yeah. yeah. Um, right, before, before we get to the main event, we had a uh, musical interlude. <laughs> Hardy. Why, performed... why, why, why did he not just sing? The stuff that I've, that I've listened yeah. to I don't know what that was because I googled the same song on YouTube and it sounded nothing like what he did on Royal Rumble. And it was awful. It was awful. I'd rather have watched Bruno Mars' halftime show again. I'm Be still going to say, who even is this guy? <laughs> it's Hardy. Yeah. And well, I really enjoyed terrible. it. I don't know who it was, but we're talking about um, Hardy. We're on about something bad. Said if you don't stop, Hardy will perform at the next pay per view. And someone thought we were talking about Jeff Hardy. So I was like, if only, because I'd actually rather watch Jeff Hardy than listen to that again. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, that, terrible. Made, that music interlude made me want to Jeff Hardy and just leave. <laughs> I think I did. I think I took my Bianca Belair moment in that one because I couldn't oh, yeah. go during the Bianca match because it was just awkward timing. <laughs> Uh, right, then main event before we get to Geo's uh, turns. Um, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens with Sami Zayn at ringside. Pretty obvious that this was going to be a moment of something happening. Uh, first of all, the match. One of Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns is not particularly best. Um, well, still great. Yeah, which is funny, but I know you know the they could do better. Was... Yeah, I think the problem was the story was always going to outweigh the quality of the match. Yeah. I mean, that the, wasn't about the, what happened in the match. The back of his head it. into the steps bit was grim. Ooh. Ooh. Wasn't a fan of that at all. Um, it, it felt uncomfortable to sit and watch yes, it. Yes, it did. Um, yeah, then the end. I just. Yeah, as you say, it wasn't a great match. Never really the point. But the, the post-match, um, Jay went to give Sammy his own lay, but uh, Rain said, no. Big old beat down on Kevin Owens. Ch chair wrapped around his neck as Solo did his Amaga thing. Um, Rain's got some handcuffs. Well, because Paul Heyman just walks around with pairs of handcuffs in his pockets. Standard. Um, Not just one pair either. Yeah, two. <laughs> Um, so they cuffed him, and then it was like uh, watching a Young Bucks match as Kevin Owens was cuffed against the ropes. Um, the fans were chanting Sammy as Reigns brought in a, a chair. And then as he went to hit Rowan's, Sammy stepped in front of Kevin Owens and said, he's done. It's beneath you. Don't do it. Blah, blah, blah. Reigns agreed, handed the chair to Zayn, telling him to do it. And Zayn didn't want to. And then there was a few slap in the faces and pushes. And then they got a bit nose to nose, said, fine, I'll do it. And then bam. Hit reins to the back. I, I don't think I've heard a crowd pop like that for a they long time. They produced this so well. Yes. Because he even hit the ground as he did again, uh, when Seth Rollins did it. Mm. Um, do you, do you yeah. think Seth, do you, do you think Roman Reigns has like Vietnam flashbacks of Seth Rollins? His face <laughs> tells me yes. His face tells me yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like think he does. Turns his back and a chair hits him. He's like, oh, it's happened again. Yeah. 
Oh shit! Here we go again. Um, Jimmy and and Solo are just mad and just beat down Zane. Um, Reigns looks crushed. Then the Jey Uso um, just stares at Zane, doesn't beat him up as he's told to, and instead Jay walks out. And then uh, I think at that point, I'm just like, Jesus, it's full circle. The story is actually well, yeah, about Jay. Jay in it. Out as Jimmy yes. Was at him going, that's your brother. I'm your brother. Yeah. And then that's what I thought. The, the story's actually about Jay Uso. It was, and, and now I'm sat there and I'm like, shit, has it always been about Jay Uso? Yeah. This was never about Roman Reigns or Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. It's always been about main event Jay. What do you think comes from it, though? What do, you, what do you think that will be? You think it's just a way to move the story away from Sami? Because, like, I read a thing today that said that Sami should be for the t- one of the titles. I don't know. No. I to make the Cody moment even bigger, Roman Reigns needs to absolutely obliterate Sami Zayn in uh, Montreal at Elimination Chamber. And you don't think then to... the comeback will be Sami going for one and Cody going for the other? Nah. Roman needs to absolutely destroy Sami Zayn. They can put they can put the titles on the line if they want. Roman gets to the ultimate level of heel so that when Cody beats him at Mania, it is... That's the, the thing. I think, yeah, the, he the, has to be the ultimate heel because you want that Cody pop to be hard. And what better than to destroy Owens and Zayn yeah. and Montreal? So my, and, my, yeah. my prediction would be Jimmy Solo Roman versus Jay, KO, and Sammy. Jay turns on those two and they absolutely beat the snot out of them. Too. And they get all of Canada like Montreal screwjob hot. And then they send him into Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. The issue with people saying Sammy needs to take a title at Mania. Okay, right. So we've set the That's scene. It. it has to be. It'd have to be night one because there's no way you're having Cody and Roman not main event night two. Yeah. So what you're telling me is going to happen is on night one, Sammy Zayn's going to take a title off of Roman Reigns. So then, who gives a fuck about Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes yeah. anymore? Because I don't think there'll be, Roman. and I don't think Roman will do two nights now. I no, think I if Rock's think not coming. He fights Cody and Cody only because I think this is now about how much hate can we get to Roman? We started to break up the bloodline. We can have the Usos lose to Sammy and KO. We can have Cody take the titles and then split them himself in the draft. Say, I only wanted this one. Give one back to Triple H to go SmackDown. Or you just deal with that in the draft. Give Cody his moment. Yeah, this is not Kofi mania. And look what that did for Kofi Kingston. That title run was fucking horrid. And after he won the title, none of us liked it. You know? I'm glad Kofi finally got to say he was world champion. I think him and Dolph Ziggler, when they first come around and like the feuds they had for the US and IC titles, I think they both deserve to say they're champs. But it was horrid. You know? We did it with Daniel Bryan. This isn't a yes movement kind of storyline. This is Sammy putting the bloodline story over. This isn't about Sammy Zayn. Going with the, the, the Daniel Bryan thing. The minute these people win the belt after, you know, the fans have been, yes, 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 they need it, they need it, and they get it. The fans are like, ah, I'm going to go to the next guy, I don't care. Yeah. Like, it happened with it happened with Kofi also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only, the only reason people will say Kofi was hard done by was because of the manner of losing to Brock. But he was always... He, he, I will fight that to this day that there's no other way that they would have been able to make Brock no. Lesnar look dominant unless he did that. But legitimately speaking, in a fight, those two go at it. Not talking about scripted entertainment. That is how that fight goes. Exactly. It's like when, um, when, he, when Moxley was around as Ambrose and he switched to wearing jeans. And they were like, why do you wear jeans? And he went, because if I were in a fight, I'd be wearing jeans. Yeah. It's more real this way. Great. That's the kind of thing. You want a bit of realness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But as a show, easy. Minimum 8 out of 10, pushing 9. An awesome men's rumble. Decent women's rumble. The Wyatt stuff was what it was. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was good. 
Um, right, Gia. That took us 45 oh, minutes. That's our longest review ever. <laughs> I mean, um, before we get to yours, let's just do a quick bit of news. Um, we're not going to have time for the NXT card, but make sure you watch NXT because we actually are going to watch it. Um, the quick bit of news, sad news. Um, yeah. Right as what's his real name? Lan Lanny, Lanny Poffo, who else as the genius um, has unfortunately passed away. 68 years old. Yeah, um, right as we were going on the air, I got this. Yeah, um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan tweeted out. Um, I think some of the feuds he did with the perfect. Um, really good sort of mid-card guy. Nothing absolutely wrong with him. Macho Man's brother, because I've remembered that now. <laughs> hey! Um, but yeah, went to WCW. Um, I think he yeah, only wrestled once, match. did he? Or was it yeah, once? No, didn't only. Yeah, and didn't actually uh, wrestle. So um, I think I speak for everyone here when give our condolences to family and friends of Mr. Poffo. Very sad. Um, yeah. Yeah, very sad. Um, my God. I don't know. It's just come up as a gift next to me. Samojo actually may have killed Darby Allen. Good damn. Jeez, that's the, you did the muscle buster. Uh... Oh, but anyway. Sorry, that's for another day. I, just, I, I, I don't. Don't, <laughs> don't get me on that, please. <laughs> okay. um, one other thing as well. Shawn Michaels came out that I wanted to touch. Uh, he said the Mandy Rose situation was not ideal. Um, I will say, if I'm allowed to say it for the record, I didn't fire her. I can't fire anyone. Uh, only thing correct about any of it is that I handle creative. It's unfortunate. She was fantastic. Love things to have gone different. But I was put in a position where we had to make a call and we did that. Uh, business um, has to come first. While we're on the topic of uh, Mandy Rose, um, it's not the only thing that's unfortunate, her getting uh, released and things being as they are. If you've ever been curious, don't do it. Don't. Just Instagram. Just It's just Instagram. You're paying to look at her Instagram. If you've got Mandy Rose's Instagram, you're in exactly the same position as the million pound that she made. Yeah. I she can't imagine she has... people off. Yeah, I can't <laughs> imagine <laughs> she has many... Re re Returners. Yeah, <laughs> returning subs. I think they do that for a month and go, damn it, woman. Um, for the record, she made it available free for a month. Yeah. So I had... I had unsubscribed and closed my account within 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yep, it's not great. Right. Um, Geo. Geo's three returns. I'm trying to... I have to remember what demos were so I don't steal them. I don't think I'm going to... Undertaker Triple H. Dual return. Oh, yeah. I can't remember my second one. Hold on, I'll find it. Okay. Oh, right, Champa. go ahead, Gio. Oh, Champa, yeah. Right, Gio. So here we go. First one I got, HBK returning from the doing the NWO thing. Oh, came coming back as NWO, Sean. 2002. Fair. Fair. That and was, I mean, I, that was I an awful version of it. This is why I, I didn't want to just be like, oh, promo. I watched his first match back against Triple H. And yes. Just all of it. Like, everybody thought at that point his back was shot. He wasn't coming back. And the music hits. And, oh. <laughs> Where have you been gone then? You've been gone like four years, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so not the NWO one. So it was the one where he come out had the street fight with. Well, it was the he returned as part of the NWO. Yeah. But then the NWO then got squashed, and then his first match back was the street fight. Yeah, it was. Uh... So I, I gave you a little bit of a two on two there because I was like, not only am I going to watch the promo, but that's one of my favorite matches. And just they, they taking the sledgehammer to the back, and just everything about that match was great. Yeah, no, it was. What, the street fight? huge yeah yeah amazing match for someone that had been gone so long um obviously it helped working i think with triple h um them two always managed to put it on didn't they yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all right uh, then yeah. i got 
Just before you do go on, Geo. Oh. Can we just discuss, as part of that return, that awful hat that he returned wearing? The little little bonnet-looking thing. It's it's like a cross between a beret and a skull (laughs) cap. I wonder where that whole NWO stuff was meant to go. Because he said, wait, he was supposed they were supposed to turn on Booker and Big Show, and he wasn't actually returning to get back in the ring. Uh, he, he had no intention of wrestling at that point, and then Kevin got hurt. Um, Shock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't believe he got hurt. Then okay, so then I got Judgment Day two thousand Undertaker's return. Yes. At who? Uh, Take a, a judgment day, yes. Oh, yeah. yes. One of my favorites. Comes out on the bike, just dominates yeah. everybody. It's a new look taker, <laughs> but same old taker. Yeah. <laughs> just, I can never. Like, so I love this return, and fair play to picking it, because I almost did. Yeah, it, it would like, have no, been my feature. I was like, because Joe I think Michael. I've spoken about it before. It, yes. Sure, just... Michael's in his <laughs> banana shorts. Yeah. Yes. Because it was a really good match up to then as well, and then it's it's just as is Vince is like like I think they just pedigreed the Rock or hit him with a chair, and he's turned to Pat Patterson. He's like, I want you to count to three, and then Jim Ross is like just slagging them off, and then boom, this like weird cutscene that you've kept seeing of them little girls singing, and I was like, oh okay, because you don't don't think of it as Taker with the Rock song, and then out he come on a bike and just cleaned house like. Michaels oh. little, like, and somehow they managed to make <laughs> that, that one of my favorite outfit. returns and Triple H still won the title <laughs> this is the most infuriating thing about it right because everything that's been going on through the match that Shawn Michaels has been a witness to yeah and then, and then he DQ'd the rock DQ'd the rock last fall yeah yeah like, you've just had the shit kicked out of your back <laughs> Like five minutes before that even happened, he's watching DX. (laughs) (laughs) DX and the McMahon family are literally six or one against the And Pat Patterson's in there. Fucking Daryl Briscoe's in there. DX and everyone's there. But take a tombstone in him is what he sees. Because it was a real shocker. Alberto Del Rio coming out at Hell in a Cell and answering triple or answering John Cena's US. Oh my god, when he came out with Dutch Rantel. Yes. Because that was like <laughs> the biggest pair. I think that was what made that stick in my head. Not bothered if Del Rio come back, but I was like, you with who? <laughs> like, like a massive racist. <laughs> wasn't this I was gonna say, wasn't this not long after the um He was with Swagger doing the uh yeah, we the people. We love America. Yeah, yeah. And then that's what we see next. The Mexicans coming across the border brings a Mexican across the border. What made this one of my favorites is that it was something that like nobody expected. Nobody was talking about it on the internet. Nobody was like, "Oh, Better the Rio's coming back." It was just a thing. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, I like this. And thankfully. You don't, um, you don't eat any, any of mine. Taker would have been my third choice. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, I also had Xbox returns at Monday Night Raw. And then I said, cross that out because that's too, it's, it's too early. Yeah, it was that 99, isn't it? That was, it was early 99, actually. It's just after, that was the night after WrestleMania, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There. Yeah. Right. Don't think any other news. I am going to check because we always end up having news just as we turn off. It drives me crazy. Um, but I don't think there's anything here. Just to show Michael's. And he also said that Vince has not been involved in any creative that he has seen. He has not, and I don't think he will. I'd imagine that Vince probably has bigger fish to fry than us down here on NXT. I don't think he is going to get involved. Like, they're making money right now, and people are watching. Yeah, Why we would he touch that? Well, the re- we can do actually. We have got time. I thought you would take longer. To- 
So I'm quite. I think we spoke about his returns more than he did. Yeah, he does that a lot. He tells us what's happening, and we're like, "Oh my god, yeah." Yeah. Um. Right. Updated card after obviously what happened. So the NXT Women's Tag Team, uh, Caden Carter, Katana Chance versus Fallon Henley and Kiana James. I think that's where they lose them. Yeah. I think it's going to be some kind of nonsense. You know. I think. Um. Wesley versus Dijak. Um, I think it'll be a hell of a match, but I think Wesley would. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll be maybe potentially a no stealer, but yeah, I think he would. Yeah. Uh, Roxanne Perez versus Gigi Dolan versus JC Jane. I um, don't care who wins. I'm, just... <laughs> I'm going to watch it on mute. <laughs> I'm going to watch With it in my the trousers by my uh, yeah, ankles. Privately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, the NXT Tag Team Championship match. Oh, all title matches. Oh, apart from Apollo Crews versus Carmelo Hayes, two out of three. Again, um, we said it privately. I think Apollo Crews going back to NXT has been amazing. I think he's done great. I think it's much needed, but I think Carmelo Hayes wins that and then gets called up. I don't see Carmelo winning a title other than what he won on NXT. Unless Grayson Waller beats Brombrecker. If Grayson Waller wins, Carmelo Hayes stays, and then Carmelo Hayes will feud. I need Waller to win. I have nothing against Bron. Bron needs to go main roster now. Like, he needs to go and have the big lights and the big production and actually see if he can do it. Like, I don't think he's learning anything on NXT. He's sure getting accepted after Mania. Yeah, I don't think there's anywhere either. And I think Waller, given the his character with a championship gold and perfect transition you can have Carmelo Hayes go after him but you can have yeah. Grayson Waller hold that title but you and Grayson be Waller fine versus Carmelo and Waller shit house some wins yeah yeah keep that feud going but yeah Bron Brecker needs to lose that title because yeah he needs to go Just from NXT made. yeah because like I like, think it, go get really him. good matches yeah 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 and he's going to be talented it like. doesn't feel a legitimate threat yeah. Um, then obviously tag team match. Who's the fourth team? Has it been announced? So it's New Day versus Gallus versus uh, Pretty Deadly. It's Chase is you. it Chase You? Yeah, yeah. They won on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's Chase You. Honestly, I, I wouldn't be upset if, if Chase You takes it. I would. It's got to be Gallus for me. Gallus, New Day. Yeah, I want, I want Gallus. Yeah. Um, and Aaliyah has actually come out so she's unhappy. Um, she went on Twitter. She's actually said she's unhappy with her current position, saying, if only I had stuff to talk about, and then she deleted it. Um, another fan suggested she should return to ring if she's so bored. And again, deleted response. It ain't my call. Well, do something. She wasn't very, but she wasn't very good, was she either? Exactly. Yeah. You, you won the women's tag title, lady. She has, yeah, and she got she set the record in it for the fastest victory pinning Natalia. Yeah. Um, Aaliyah pre seventeen was it? Yeah, that's the one. Right, and on that bombshell, Aaliyah leaving. I don't. I might have to go have to go lay down. I don't take it more. The stress. I'm devastated, mate. Yeah, I am. I, I. This is how Gio must feel after every Tamina loss. I. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to go and look at the bottom on Instagram. <laughs> Well, while you're doing that, I will be back with my returns next week. We will obviously then go over the NXT pay-per-view because we will be watching it. We'll go also what happened on Raw and whatnot. And until then... And, sc- and also we will review SmackDown. SmackDown will be the biggest part of yeah, next week. Yeah, Bloodline. Because it's the, it's, the, it's the follow-on. Yeah, SmackDown will be key on what happens I imagine next. we'll have a lot to talk about. <laughs> might have to watch SmackDown as well. Might be tomorrow. I'll be, I'll be here watching it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We're going to watch both. It's going to be a long weekend. See what we do for you, beautiful people. Thank you for 150. Okay, here we go, actually, before we go. Favorite moment from 150. Gio, you go first. What's the one part? If someone said, what's your favorite po- um, thing on the podcast? What's the one thing that pops to your mind quick? Oh, God. Yeah, honestly, it's just saying that with you guys. Ah. Uh, that's not, not me getting locked in a hole. You know, walked out of my hotel. That room. that was a good one. Doing the podcast from the hotel corridor. 
Dabo. Ooh. Um, I am going to put it down to our draft day competitions. <laughs> Me and Gio don't like those. <laughs> yeah. Just Jay's Jay dirt sheet calls. Uh, mine was definitely the dude walking in on my house while we were in the middle of recording it. Like I left my front door open, dude just walked in like it was his house. <laughs> They're in the middle of the pod. And I just thought, like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? We had a pause, we had a pause the pod. Yeah. But yeah, no, as you say, it's been it's just been fun doing it with you. Like I can't believe we've actually hundred and fifty episodes. Go or, or you know, going all out for episode one hundred and getting the the Getting Vince Russo. I still have that on my computer. That Lander interview. I might put it on Twitter. Well, so I'll send it to Nick and we'll tweet it. The Vince Russo cameo. Begging Statlander and getting Yeah, together. your interview with Chris Statlander, pretty big. I mean, that was probably I, I, like. But it's been emotional. And here's to the next 150. As long as wrestling keeps being decent. Right. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next week.